I really wanted to record this podcast, and today seems to be the perfect scenario for it, the perfect example, I suppose. And it's not, we're not going to really talk about productivity hacks. That's not what we're here to do. I think if that's something you want, let me know, and I'll definitely do one in the future. I'd love to bring my brother in for that because he's the master of tips and tricks and hacks and, and, uh, inquisitions and how to get yourself to be more productive, but I'm currently sitting here listening to the wind howling outside my window, and it was rainy all morning. I woke up, it's currently like nine o'clock in the morning, and I woke up probably about seven, and the rain was like pelting the window. It's a Sunday morning, and my brother's actually flying into town. He flew in last night, so I'll see him today, and I'm going to get ready for the day, and I was just going to chill out this morning, and I was like, you know what? Let me make my coffee and take my butt upstairs, you know, do a little journaling, chill out, have a cozy morning, but also have a productive morning, because here I am recording this podcast at 9.02 a.m., and it's it's so hard, right? We want to create excuses for ourselves, and something I've learned is that the things that you don't really want to do or the things that have a barrier, right? For me, when it's raining, I don't want to do anything. I want to lay in my bed with like a million blankets, wearing sweatpants, and drink like hot tea all day, and watch a good movie, maybe read some books. Not to say that reading is unproductive, but you get what I'm saying. I, it was a struggle for me this morning to get out of bed and get here and do this. However, if you can find a way to romanticize almost, I know we've heard that term a lot, like since TikTok became a thing, romanticizing your life, make things a little bit fancier and make it feel better, right? Like if you're going to sit down at your desk and I had this conversation with my brother, his name is Taylor, a few weeks ago about creating segments and Abraham Hicks talks about this in her book, The Law of Attraction. She talks about segment intending when you're bridging from one area of your day, right? Let's say your morning into, now you're getting ready for the day. That's a different segment. And then from that to getting into your car and your car ride is a different segment to wherever your destination is. Having intentions for those things, but when you're bridging from one into another, I actually just made a TikTok about this like last week, how sometimes it's hard. You almost feel like you're you're stuck in between places and you don't really know where you're going next. You know what you should be doing, but you don't know what or how or why. So to almost create a romanticized version of that, right? If you're coming to sit down at your desk, light a candle, switch it up a little bit, light a candle, make it feel a little more relaxing, make it not feel like a chore, make it feel, add some pizzazz, I suppose, into that routine. And I think that's a huge problem that we have is doing the same things and not having a good bridge between them, not having something that that says, hey, this doesn't have to be hard. There doesn't have to be a lot of pressure. And sometimes there is. Pressure is important. However, if I'm going to sit down at my desk to work on something creative, I shouldn't hate it. I should be in a calm, relaxed state of mind, burn some incense. And, you know, it, it sounds so minuscule, but it works. It really, really does to, you know, I'm sitting here recording my podcast and having a delicious cup of coffee and listening to the rain and it's nice and I've got like a blanket over my shoulders and we think that 
if you're doing something hard that it has to be uncomfortable and that's not necessarily true just because something is hard does not mean that it has to be unenjoyable find a way to enjoy those tasks and I really think one of the biggest things like you know when you're sitting down and you're trying to do something let's say you've gotten to this point you lit the candle or you know you want the extra mile to to make your coffee a little fancier to make this this next segment more exciting and enticing to move into let's say you're sitting down trying to do the thing and your mind is thinking about all the shit that you should be doing that you're not currently doing that you're like you know what just get out of the way let's go do it now like the dishes like the laundry like the meal prepping like the vacuuming oh i've got you know family coming to town this weekend i gotta vacuum and i gotta clean and i gotta do the showers and i gotta do the toilets and i gotta do the mirrors and all this crazy shit just like take a minute i think the best way when that starts happening because it happens to me a lot right it's hard to turn our minds off and it's almost harder to sit down and and be calm while doing a hard thing especially while you have all this background noise telling you what you should be doing that you're not because guess what you can't be in one place doing something else you can't be sitting at the desk and doing the dishes at the same time you're doing the dishes in your mind but you're physically sitting at the desk it's either given to one or given to the other either go do the dishes which i don't recommend because you are telling yourself it's okay to just give up on whatever it is that you're doing because but you know what it's because that's easier and that is the real reason why we cannot focus right and we're like okay well let's just go get it over with because here's what happens doing that is much easier than you know whatever the hard thing is that you're sitting down attempting to accomplish for the day or for the moment or for that segment it's easier to go do the dishes physically maybe not but mentally it doesn't take anything to do the dishes it doesn't take anything really to meal prep it doesn't take anything to clean the bathroom other than your physical energy so guess what by the time you go and get all that stuff out of the way like you said you would and like you wanted to when you come back to sit down here to do whatever that hard thing was you are exhausted you have burnt yourself out for the day doing the things that should be automatic these should be i call them chores because honestly that's what they are you can either allow them to be a barrier and be like, oh God, I don't want to do that today. Or you could put your headphones in, put on like some good Bob Proctor, Jim Rohn, Earl Nightingale, an audiobook, and and bang it out. Or you can separate them. Or you can have a schedule. I feel like it's really either, you know, I, I feel like to give into that is not per se conducive. I personally like to separate my chores like I have a day for laundry and I have a day for my meal prep and for my grocery shopping and all that good stuff and I do it first thing in the morning after I work out when I'm the most energized and that's a little productivity hack I suppose is doing some sort of energizing activity beforehand so that you're not burnt out by the time you're finished and you come sit down to do the real work at hand but I I always recommend separating it and then as it, or if you're just sitting down, as it comes into your head, write it on a post-it and schedule it for a later time in the week. Or simply just establish a routine. Because if you schedule it to get done with in the morning, you know how long it's going to take you, right? You start to get that down pat. You, you don't have to think about it. You're like, okay, hey, I'm going to get up in the morning. 
I'm going to work out, take a shower, get ready for the day before I leave the house on my days off. After I get ready, before I go do my grocery shopping or whatever that is, I record a social media video. If nothing else, at least that got done today. Now, and that is a term I like to use a lot, if nothing else. If nothing else, what can I go to bed and say, you know what, I'm proud of myself for doing that today on top of all the other things. Sure, count your chores as a small win, but at the end of the day, they have to happen as is. Something I've learned also is if if you're maximizing on your day off, trying to, to work on your dreams and your goals, you're putting in your second shift, this is your second job, and you don't want to waste your time doing these chores, schedule them throughout the days that you work. When you get home from work, and I know it's it's easier said than done, not everybody's lifestyle allows for that. Some people work two jobs. I totally get it. But maybe place a online grocery order and pick it up on your way home from work on Monday or pick it up on your way home from work on Saturday so that you can meal prep on Sunday and you don't have to leave the house. Now you're home. You could do your meal prep first thing in the morning, you know, and it's finding what works for you. But if you don't establish establish a schedule, you're going to just be doing things on a whim. And truthfully, there's no better excuse and reasons are still excuses there's no better reason to get up from what you're working on than to go grocery shopping because you have to do that or to go do your laundry because you need underwear for the week it's you know they're great reasons but they're also excuses that can be avoided if you schedule the right way if you establish a routine there is a certain guilt that happens when you have to get up from whatever you're working on because you're not working on it because you have to. It's because you get to. You've created that that task for yourself. You've created that responsibility for yourself to for me to come up here on a rainy day and record a podcast. I've created that responsibility for myself because I like it. It is worth it to me. If you're trying to sit down and do something hard, guess what? You you're doing it because it's going to be worth it to you. You're going to you may not like what you have to do now, but it's a part of it. At the at the end of the day, if we're doing things we don't like, then why are we doing them at all? So there's a reason why you're trying to accomplish whatever that hard thing is. There's no greater guilt than having to remove yourself from that and go do something else. And the real reason we're doing that is because it's too freaking hard and it's easier to just run away and go do our chores because they still have to be done. But there's a, there is a way to do it all. And... Like, sometimes when I go to bed, and I don't know if I'm the only one that gets like this, I'll be laying in bed and I'm tired. I I was tired, right? I was tired when I went to bed, or so I thought. And I'm tossing and turning for an hour. I take melatonin. I still can't fall asleep. Next thing you know, it's been an hour and a half. I'm tossing and turning. Sometimes I will literally get out of bed and come into my office or, you know, come in here to read a book or something because I'm like, you know what? It's very clear that I didn't give 100% of my energy today. Maybe I only gave 94% and I still have a 6% and there's a guilt and I get like anxious tossing and turning. And I'm like, why do I feel that way? I feel that way because I'm guilty. I'm guilty because I know I have energy to give. I know I still have something left. Yeah, I'm laying in bed trying to pretend that I'm ready for sleep and I'm not. And that's okay. It's okay if you still have it to give. It's 11 o'clock. Maybe I have to be up at 6.30, whatever, if I stay up for too late. Who cares? Something my dad always said to me was, eat when you're hungry, sleep when you're tired. If you're tired, why, what are you staying up for? What are you doing that for? Don't, 
you know? So if you're not tired, then why are you trying to force yourself to go to sleep? Why are we taking melatonin every single night to force ourselves to go to sleep? It's because it's easier to do that than to give 100%, than to give 110%. And honestly, like, I was talking to my boss the other day, one of the owners of the salon I work at, and I love talking to her. She is, she's in her 70s. She's such a powerhouse of a woman. But we were talking about how she, I had a book in my hand. I was sitting in the back room. I had a cancellation. So I always leave a book in my car and I always bring whatever book I'm currently reading to the salon with me if I know it's going to be a slow day or I think someone's going to no-show me or whatever. So I'm in the back reading and I don't really know how it came up. We were talking about books and she's a reader and she's like, I just wish that I could be at home reading my book and that's how I spent my afternoon. And we got on the topic of like, she feels like she can't do that sometimes because, I mean, she's been married for freaking ever. She's like, but it's the same with, with my husband. I come home and, or I tell him I'm on my way home and all of a sudden he feels like he has to scramble to get everything done. Empty the dishwasher, all those things. And she said that she feels the same way as he does. Like if she's laying around reading a book and somebody walks in, she feels like she has to put the book down and bridge into something more productive. And I... It's strange because I feel the opposite. I almost put more pressure, more expectation on myself because the chores have become automatic. They are non-negotiables. They have to happen. So why am I counting that as a part of my productivity for the day? I think, and I mean, I'm guilty of it too sometimes. If it's a Tuesday or Wednesday when I'm off or a Saturday when I work and my boyfriend is off, when the other gets home from work that day, we feel like, I'm like, oh, let me tell him about everything I I accomplished today. I did the towels, I did the sheets, this and that. I meal prepped. Uh, I prepped dinner already, so I just have to cook it in a couple hours when it's dinner time, this and that. Same with him. Hey, I cleaned the shower. Uh, I made the bed. I went to, to Lowe's and I picked up that thing that we needed for the doors or whatever, right? Part of me thinks, yeah, we're informing each other, but also part of me thinks we're trying to prove for productivity in our day. And those are things that kind of just have to happen anyway, right? But we almost feel like we have to prove to the other person that we weren't around being lazy all day because nobody likes to be called lazy and nobody wants to give anyone the chance to call them lazy. So we almost like try to, I don't want to say one-up each other, but this is a natural behavior that happens because we think that our productivity is based off of the credit we can get from somebody else of like, wow, you did a lot today. And really, I I don't think that it's really taken me this long to be able to get over that pressure and realize nobody else's opinions will actually affect my reality. I affect my reality. If I fail to meal prep, if I fail to do my laundry, that is all on me and it's kind of crazy to me that we've just been out here for all these years feeling like just because someone is around we have to make it seem like we're productive and I mean I'm guilty too I just told you my boyfriend and I do the same thing but don't results feel so much better than the words like the chores are an automatic we've been doing them all our lives what else did you do on top of that that's what should be shared with your partner that's what should be when they come home oh what are you doing 
oh my god, come in here. I want to show you the website. I want to show you how much progress I made. Come listen to the podcast I just recorded. Come look at, you know, the first few pages of the books of the book that I've been trying to write. I've had writer's block, you know, and I finally got the first five pages out. You know, things like that. What did you do on top of the things that we do every freaking day, every single week? That's not productivity. That is surviving. (laughs) We're doing the things that we need to survive and we're finding a way to do them efficiently and maximize our time so we don't spend all freaking day doing it because there is not enough time, right? The work week is maybe 40 hours. You could be working 40 plus hours. How are you supposed to do anything else than to work and survive? You're not. It's, it's not about hustle. It's not about overworking yourself. It's about going the extra mile to prove to you that you did more than today's daily tasks required of you. And that's going to accumulate. And one day you'll end up with everything that you've ever wanted. And there's always going to be a little guilt for vegging out and watching TV. But only you know if you've earned it or if you're simply running away from what's harder. So with that being said, thank you for joining us this week on On the Rise with Sarah. And I'll catch you next week. Don't forget to keep climbing.